Hello, welcome to the podcast on air with Rafael. This is Rafael Chen. Um, today we have the CEO Brian um, from Quan Media Group. So welcome. All right, thanks so much for having me. Excited to be here. <laughs> so um, would you be able to briefly introduce um, yourself and also your media group company? But I can see from your website that you. Well, you, you, you are very bold. You claim that you don't like the current agency model and you want to create your own model. So what exactly does that mean? Like, and how different from you, I mean, your agency from the other agency and you don't call yourself agency, you call yourself group, media group. So, um, so how, how, how do you differentiate yourself? That's a good question. And yeah, you know, I like to say that we are more of, of a concierge. Um, that's the word I like to use because I don't think that anybody in the agency world uses that. Mm. And, and I spent, I don't know, about 13, 14 years working for two of the largest advertising agencies out there. And, and they're both fantastic. And I think that the large holding company agency model is very beneficial for certain brands out there. Mm. Um, you know, unfortunately, with larger agencies and holding companies, you know, it just is said that there is a lot of convolution and, mm. you know, there are a lot of layers of bureaucracy. And I, I want to be careful because I don't want to, like, speak ill. I have a lot of <laughs> on that side of the business. But, mm -hmm. but after working on that side for so mm. long um, and working with a lot of brands that weren't as big as global brands, and by global brands, I mean an Anheuser-Busch, let's say a Pepsi, someone like that. I realized that there needed to be some sort of agency model that really allowed brands to come in and say, hey, we want to run a successful outdoor advertising campaign. We want mm -hmm. to do it quickly. We want to be in these markets with this budget hitting this audience. And that is it. We don't want seven kickoff calls. We don't want to talk to 30 people. We don't want a three-week turnaround time. We need this. We, we need to understand that you know the markets that we want to be in, that you know how to reach the audience we want to reach. And that's pretty much it. And And... That's why I started Quan. It's essentially to give brands a, an opportunity, regardless of their size or budget, to come in and say, okay, we want to run some outdoor advertising. We want to do it the right way, you know, and, and we want to get it done quickly. So, I mean, interesting, you mentioned like digital out of home and also the outdoor advertisement. Yeah. Um, because the big brand that you just mentioned, uh, mentioned like a Pepsi, all that, when they usually have the advertisement budget, they have whole yeah. yearly budget. They don't categorize just like, okay, this is outdoor, this is um, Facebook, or this. No, they have a whole budget and then they want the agency to help them to like divide it in. So why yeah. do you, um, like Quant Media Group, only focusing on the outdoor media then. Yeah, I mean, look, outdoor advertising has seen such an explosive trajectory of growth over the past few years. Mm. Granted, 2020 was a little bit of a break, but that was because of the pandemic. Um, and now we're back to kind of where we were before that. You know, mm. we're growing. Oh, it's really busy right now. It's crazy yeah, right now. Yeah, 4 or 5% year-over-year growth. Yeah. Digital at home is huge. And brands, quite, quite frankly, are, are falling in love with the medium. You, mm -hmm. you see issues with Facebook, issues with iOS, all of that stuff. And, and it has become a real viable channel for brands, you know, that have either maybe tested it in the past or haven't even used it. So yes, there are those brands that have an all-encompassing media budget, like a Pepsi or an Anheuser-Busch, and they give yep. it to a holding company. And that's where it does work. That's where the holding company model works. Mm -hmm. Then there are a lot of brands out there that, that you know, 
maybe handle some channels in-house. Or mm. let's say there's a fantastic, you know, connected TV agency. They're called Tatari. They're amazing. And like they handle connected TV for a lot of the brands that we work with. And maybe they, they outsource that and, and out of home they want to outsource as well. Because out of home is a very niche channel. Like you can't, unless you have a background in it, you just don't know it. Otherwise exactly. you're going to end up with random billboards. Yep. You're going to end up on the subway. You need someone that knows the medium, that knows the markets that knows how to negotiate, that knows all the players. It's just such a unique channel. And I feel that it's it's there, there's a strong opportunity for independent out-of-home shops out there because there are so many brands that are looking to spend in that channel. Um, and No, I, I completely agree with you. Like with the internet boom and also mobile boom and like everybody is so used to the cell phone like the internet and people actually become visual fatigue and doesn't see the advertisement on the cell phone and or yeah. on the website anymore yeah. it's it's those like big outdoor signage the impact that actually merge into their daily life that's starting to actually make impact for meaning result which is also bring into the next topic I want to talk about, which is also yeah. on your website. Um, you, in your website, you also mentioned that you want to deliver um, the result and um, you want to have a meaningful result and actually deliver that. Um, mm -hmm. What does that mean? Are you talking about quantitative? Because your your name of media is Quant, <laughs> Quant Media Group. <laughs> is that what you mean? That's that's a great question. No, just just to cover off on Quant Media Group, that that name comes from the movie Jerry Maguire. <laughs> um, okay okay yeah so i'm a big fan of that movie and and quite frankly he leaves a large agency to start his own agency with more of a focus on on client service and, and kind of doing the right thing and and i found you know some synergy in that and it was that simple so that that's where quan comes from i see i see yeah in terms of delivering the result it's very important look i think out of home has always been generalized as an awareness tactic mm. look at out of home it's an awareness channel and that is it you can't measure it it is what it is I think over the past few years, there have been some measurement opportunities put in place where you can actually understand how effective an out-of-home campaign is, whether that is doing a brand lift study, whether that is adding a pixel to a brand's landing page or checkout page and through anonymous mobile ID exposure, understanding who saw an out-of-home placement and then who went to their website and then who purchased something on that website. Or, or same thing with foot traffic. Who saw an ad for, for Shake Shack and their new burger? And then who saw that ad and then went into an actual Shake Shack? And we have the opportunity now to kind of deliver those findings and results to our clients. And I'm excited to say that probably in 2021, we've run at least 30 campaigns where there's been some sort of measurable component to it. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And it's, I love running an awareness campaign. And I am super confident that I think we can build the best out-of-home awareness campaign in any market across the country, better than anyone. The end of the, at the end of the day, the brands that we work with 90% of the time, they need to understand that out-of-home is working for them yep. or they're not going to spend money. No, definitely. Um, I think like seeing what you're saying, the measurable unit, which is, um, uh, I mean, we we, we 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 are localized in Times Square, um, uh, a Tiger Party, and, um, yep. and um, we also see the trend of where it's about the measurable um, units and how you'll be able to count um, the amount of traffic was able to redirect to your landing page and to your um like how many people see the ad and actually buying the burger for example that from right. what you're saying and those are the important factor um and that's becoming an ongoing trend um but at the same time this is also going to be um i mean 
the same place everybody's going. How are you differentiate yourself from those other agency model that you don't like? Yeah, it's, it's a great question. So first of all, one one way is that we don't look at out of home siloed. I think if you go to 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 some of the bigger agencies, you know they they can only buy out of home, and by that I mean like billboards, subway, street level. But let's say there's like a music festival sponsorship, right. or let's say you know there's you know there's something that makes sense for a brand you're working with. And it involves, you know, partnering with the New York Knicks, but there's also a TV component mm. and, and an online component. Well, then a larger agency is going to say, you know, we, we need to bring in this group and that group because we can't touch TV and we can't touch online. For us, it, as long as there's a component of out-of-home mixed in, we, we share those opportunities with, with, with our brands and our clients. It's, it's whatever makes sense. And that kind of leads into another way that we differentiate ourselves is that we really customize the out-of-home campaigns that we build. We look at every single unit. We look at, we ask a brand that we work with for everything about their audience, where they are, where they live, work and play, what their demo is. And then we kind of utilize our market knowledge and some audience insights tools that we have to go into a market like Boston and say, okay, maybe for this brand, it makes sense to focus in Back Bay and South, South End. But for this other brand that wants to be in Boston, it makes more sense to be in Cambridge and Kenmore. We're never going to go ahead and build the same campaign for for the for, for so this, this is that. where exactly. this is where you um how you define your own concierge service for different brand basically i i think what 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 makes me the most excited is that we have brands that come to us and we buy all their out of home and they give us you know briefs that say we want to be in these five markets here's our budget here's how long we want to be mm. in. and then we have other brands or, or let's just say people a celebrity that comes in and says I got your name from so-and-so. We want one billboard on Sunset Boulevard in Hollywood because I have a book coming out or I have a TV show coming yep. out. And we get it for them in one day. It's the best board they can get on Sunset. Mm. It's a great rate. And that's it. And that's all that they want. They want it for social media. And I love that. I mean, that's, you know, that, that is what a concierge mm. is. And kind of, we want to be known as if you need anything in the out-of-home space, if you're a creative agency and you want to know if something can be done, yep. Send us an email. We'll get back to you in five minutes. We'll tell you yes or no what a tentative cost nice. is. Or if you're a brand like Away and you want to do a massive three market campaign for holiday and and you want to hit a certain audience, we'll no, I, I, I think I think you 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 um you have a, a special niche where you have sounds like you have really really quick turnaround. So like you say, five minutes phone call, you're going to provide all those information very rapidly and quickly. And if you can do it, and it actually has to take someone who has really deep connection with the industry. Like you're saying, with outdoor digital science, you need to actually know those players and know how to negotiate yeah. those price. And sounds like you got those things. That's why you will be able to turn the quick around and provide those concierge servers so quickly. And that will be a special niche fund you compare to other maybe really large agency and yeah definitely and i think like times square is a great example i mean there are so many different media partners that have <laughs> screens in times yeah, square exactly you, know, you can look at outfront you can look at new tradition you can look at clear channel you can look at branded cities and those are only the big guys uh -huh. and there are some smaller smaller in players that have in individual screens yeah. and you know, when, when a client asks us for times square we're very picky with the units that we recommend uh -huh. there's so much Clutter in Times yep. Square, but there are those screens that can really stand out and make a brand. Yeah, feel like no, no. Now recently, we were doing the, the the brand for the Tiffany, and then we and we're doing for the Alexandra McQueen and all those like Kia, all those events. It's it's crazy. Like right now, people just want to do all kind of like takeover event in Times Square. So, 
So what kind of campaign that you have done in the past that give you the most um, excitement and also the most yeah. memorable campaign? Uh, I'll give you a static plan. I'll give you a digital plan because that way it kind of can give you both. I think that for traditional out of home, easily we worked with Traeger Grills, uh, this big smoker grill. It's amazing. Uh, and our partner agency, Zambezi, they're based in L.A. They're a fantastic agency. And for um, this big campaign in May, we had a billboard in Salt Lake City, Utah, on the side of the road. The billboard had an empty grill, and we literally built a farm below the billboard. We brought in real pigs, chickens. Oh, I saw that. I saw that campaign. Yes. It was great. We did it for a week, and each day we removed an animal safely. So we took a cow away, and then the next day on the grill was a big steak, (laughs) and the next day... A, the next day we took a pig away and then on the grill was a big uh, and by the end of the week there was no animals in the yep. farm and we had a full grill and it was just such a fun stunty campaign yep. that went so mm-hmm. well um and that was done in like such a you know not not a top 10 dma like in new york it was salt lake city and, and worked well so for me that was like a you know a few months of, of planning and going back and forth but but it was executed flawlessly and it was done with our partners at city inventions um, who helped really make it come to life, and it was amazing. And then if you look at digital, recently we just wrapped a campaign with with the pasta Banza. Mm. Their chickpea pasta and, and products are fantastic. Um, and in New York, we were in New York and L.A., but in New York we ran only on digital street-level out of home. Yep. So we ran on digital bus shelters, digital newsstands, Link NYC, and we were in core areas of the city where their core audience was. They gave us their full demographic information ahead of planning. We also were by certain uh, Whole Foods locations where they were sold. And we utilized probably over 10 or so pieces of digital creative that were user-generated content. So it was essentially people that submitted, you know, their recipes that they made with Bonza products mm. and had Twitter handle or their Instagram handle. So you'd walk down the street and see this awesome plate of Bonza pasta nice. and it would have somebody's Twitter handle on it because that was what they made. And then you'd walk down, you know, down the street further and see on a link screen someone else's creation maybe it was you know a bonza pizza or something like that and it had their twitter handle and i just love using user-generated content when you're able to take a brand's audience and make them part of the ad it just makes that up on that much more exciting so i I just love bonza personally (laughs) that was a really fun campaign and the fact that it was in new york and i was able to see nice awesome well that sounds really really fun so um well, great. So, well, thank you for you joining today's uh, interview. And uh, I know there was some confusion in the beginning of the... Uh, yeah, no, channel. no, not at all. This is a lot of fun. I really enjoy talking with you and, and getting the platform to, to speak about it. Yeah, no, it's actually knowing that how, I mean, to, to be able to know what's the trend for the next digital out home and seeing that the service you provided for um, so for our audience. Um, and I think we're going to know your uh, your group better next time. Yeah. Thank you. I appreciate it. Thank you so much. Thanks so much. Great job.